Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one. I'm Alan Stanford and welcome to Lear in Longford. My name is Kate Ferguson. I'm a student in Wesley College and I'm going to talk about the subplot in King Lear. A subplot enhances any work and can have many functions. Another storyline, another set of characters, naturally adds interest and colour to a work, as well as giving us another perspective and a new outlook. In a dramatic work such as King Lear, it is only natural that we compare the subplot to the main plot and contrast the fate of the protagonist in Lear with that of his counterpart in Gloucester. By its very name, a subplot aims to remain beneath the main plot. Its function is to offer depth to the overall story while remaining, very obviously, in its shadow. There are striking parallels between main plot and subplot in King Lear. Lear and Gloucester are both old men with children. There is no mention of either of them having a wife. Therefore, their very family situation places them both in a position of power and authority. There are many themes central to both the main plot and subplot, which affect both Lear and Gloucester's ultimate suffering. Lear's banishing of Cordelia is the most obvious comparison to Gloucester's shunning of his innocent, legitimate son Edgar. Both of these actions act as a catalyst to events that contribute to their suffering subsequently. In banishing his most loving, honest daughter, Lear places himself more and more beneath the influences of his two older and treacherous daughters, Goneril and Regan. In the same way, as Gloucester rejects Edgar, the scheming, manipulative, illegitimate brother Edmund takes his place. Lear and Gloucester, through their foolish actions, become trapped by the deceit, power-driven and malignant actions of their less loyal offspring. Sibling rivalry in both the main plot and the subplot is extremely obvious. Both Lear and Gloucester fail to see the truth behind their children's nature, and their mistakes have lasting consequences. In Act 4, Scene 5, there is a striking parallel in the two stories. Gloucester, who has been blinded by Cornwall and ridiculed with Regan's dismissal, let him smell his way to Dover, is led by his loyal son Edgar, who is disguised as Mad Tom. He is walking along flat ground, but comes to believe he is climbing a slope. Edgar says, Horrible steep, look how we labour. Lear is also a vulnerable, pathetic figure in the storm. His prophecy to the fool, Fool, I shall go mad, has come true, and in this scene we find him ranting and raving as a bare-forked animal. In this scene, both characters make realisations and gain insights that are central to the morale and lesson of the work. The theme of sight plays a vital role in the lives of Gloucester and Lear. Throughout the play, there are constant references to sight and what true sight really is. Kent, early on, urges Lear to see better. Gloucester, in his blindness, does a huge injustice to Edgar. In the subplot, blindness becomes even more of a blatant theme than in the main plot, in my opinion. There is certainly an ironic dimension to both Gloucester's blindness and Lear's madness. The meeting of the subplot and main plot is demonstrated in Gloucester's hopeless line, It is nature's curse when madmen lead the blind. Gloucester and Lear are both stripped of everything they have. They are both rejected, cast out by people they thought they could trust. Both characters brought this on themselves by failing to see what was good and rejecting truth and honour. They suffer a similar fate with definite parallels, but I feel that in a tragic dimension, it is their end that dramatically separates the power of subplot and main plot. 
While Gloucester, we are told, dies happily, in Edgar's favour, and cleansed by his forgiveness, Lear's final suffering is far more heartbreaking. It has been said that the true definition of tragedy is lost potential. This is very true in King Lear. Lear's tragedy is that as soon as he identifies goodness, it disappears with Cordelia's death. Gloucester dies perhaps a happy man, but he is most definitely a broken man. Shakespeare's subplot deepens our understanding of tragedy, human error, treachery and suffering. He draws unforgettable parallels between Lear and Gloucester that each in turn contextualises the other's plight. Both subplot and mainplot leave a glimmer of hope in their conclusion, namely Edgar's survival and Cordelia's legacy, as well as a unity in Albany and Kent. Edgar's final words apply equally to mainplot and subplot. Speak what we feel, not what we ought to say. Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One.